Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Please take your seats quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Passing Shot Extra Slice, where Kim and I debate one topic from the tennis world. Hello, tennis fans, and welcome to part two of the Passing Shot Extra Slice podcast. Part one was about ATP players outside the big four that we are fans of, that Passing Shot listeners are fans of. And now we're on to part two, where we're going to be looking at the WTA side and again, looking at our favourite, favourite players that we love to follow on tour that aren't necessarily household names or destined for greatness. So... Uh, I've got Kim, obviously, with me. Kim, I know you love following uh, women's tennis. Straight off the bat, who, for you, are your favourite players here or thereabouts? Well, I've got a couple. So one's recently retired, and that was Lucy Safarova, or I should say Shavajava. I just remember watching her from quite a young, you know, when she was quite young and I was quite young. (laughs) And she's just a player that I've always thought was a very nice, sweet person. And, you know, she had a lot of success, especially in the doubles. Um, but also, I really like Caroline Garcia, who's not done very well of late. But I think, you know, she's got a lot of potential. She just needs to kind of get her mentality right because she loses a lot of matches she should win. Um, I just kind of like her her vibe. And also Lauren Davis, because I remember watching her many moons ago, uh, at Eastbourne and she you know demonstrated a lot of good form and potential there and especially on the grass and she used to fight back from a lot of matches um which she still does she's a really good fighter and you know she's had a few epic matches and uh, yeah she's always someone I, I look out for in in the draw but also another old player Dinara Safina uh she was probably one of my favorites at the time you know obviously she was a former world number one but uh, if just we're talking about women's favourites in general, she would have to be uh, up there for my sort of past favourites. Um, but anyway, that was a bit long. Joel, who, who, who's on your list? Who's your sort of obscure player that you like to watch on the women's side? I feel like my number one after my main kind of favourites, Carla Suarez Navarro, CSN. Oh. I talk to my friends about Carla Suarez Navarro and they just laugh at me. They're just like, why, Joel, are you following Carla Suarez Navarro? And That's I'm just a bit like, mean to laugh at you. I know, it's so harsh. They're like, you should be following like Muguruza, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I follow Muguruza, but I also follow CSN. And I think she's carved out a pretty good, pretty good career for herself, given I think she's got to the second week of all four Grand Slams, where you come to like the third round and she's just always eternally there. <laughs> I agree. 
Yeah. She's just like ready to there to lose to a higher seed in on the second Monday, basically. Basically, she she is. Yeah, it's it's like she's quite consistent, but consistently predictable in the sense that she'll get yeah like third fourth round and then just lose quite comfortably to like a william sister she knows it's her like glass ceiling the fourth round of grand slam and once she reaches there it's like it's absolutely i mean i think she has got to maybe two quarters but don't quote us on that guys um but yeah we had actually a few other people saying carla suarez navarro so at juana writer uh nominated carla for her humility so uh, she's obviously a very humble player. And we also had quite a few people uh, mentioning Camilla Georgie. So uh, Italian player. We had um, at Recam18 um, saying that she's very wild, very attacking tennis, but low margins. Um, and then we also had at on match point saying Georgie, because she gives me hope that people my height, five foot six, can succeed so yeah, because Camilla Georgie is known for being quite a short player, maybe one of the shortest, I, I don't know. But she's very feisty. I feel like she's more well known for how many double faults she gives in, in the tennis season. Possibly, yeah. I think she's been on our scoreboard stories before. For me, she's certainly a player. I If she is in the draw, I kind of watch out for because if I am on like the live results app, it's more I want to see how many double faults she's hit in the in the match yeah i guess so i mean she's had a few times she's got a few titles though um you know she's she's she has i think probably improved her serve so let's give her some some credit but also we had another small player um short player sibulkova so wana writer said uh, you know nominated sibulkova for her fight and her pocket rocket power which i thought was a really good way of describing her because she is a bit of a pocket rocket she's really feisty again but but you know i think and Lauren Davis, as I mentioned earlier, that all very sh- short players, but they kind of make up for it by being extra, extra going for it. And, you know, they're all great to watch on court, I think. Yes. And we also had, I feel like this was a very popular answer from at Pusha T7. Suwei Shui, of course. A lot of suggestions for Suwei Shui. And I, I can't really, I can't really argue against it. I think it's Suwei Shui, though. I someone I apologize I can't recall who but we got called out on it on our Twitter um and I think it's Suwei Shay not Suwei Shui so sorry if we're still making the same mistake um but yeah we had a couple of people saying uh Suwei Shay so Brenda Parry nominated her for her crafty game and yeah Pusha T7 mentioned her I mean she is such a joy to behold when you watch her because she's just so different i don't understand how if she's such a fan favorite why did she not have like a sponsor like you know a few months ago and she's still not got a sponsor i don't know but it just seems well they're missing it just out. seems odd absolutely missing out uh, <laughs> uh, we also had a couple of people um mentioning sabine lasicki so you know former wimbledon finalist uh, I think her highest ranking might have been 11 in the world. But my, my dad loves Sabine Lasicki. He's, you know, he f- totally fanboys uh, Sabine. But we had Stuart Gibbs mentioning Sabine. We had home at Homeboy 2002 mentioning her. They said because of her passion, determination and love for her chosen sport and the fact she's a lovely person both on and off the court with a smile and personality that illuminates every tournament she plays in. 
How nice is that? That's a really nice description. So we had a lot of people saying um, Lasicki as well. And I mean, she is, I guess, a very likable character. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I was just kind of looking up because I was just wondering, does, does she still does she still play tennis? And apparently she was given a yeah. she's been given wild cards into she got given a wild card into qualifying at Wimbledon. Yeah, she she's like 280 something in the world at the moment. It's it's quite tough to see her because, you know, she's really gone down because of all the injuries she's had. It's quite sad, actually, if I think about it. Grand Slam finalist and now kind of languishing, still playing, but, you know, a ranking that's kind of like 266 really in the shocking. world, I think. It's yeah, bit... I know. But we had a lot of other other female players. Uh, we had Ilya Tomlanovic got nominated uh, by Swans2311. And they just said simply because she's awesome. So go figure. Uh, Brenda Parry nominated Donna Vekic. I, I like Donna Vekic. I think she's got a really good like on-court mentality and fight. You know, she wins a lot of tight matches. And um, yeah, she's a really exciting prospect, I think. And I, I really want her to make, make it big and you know, get a big win under her belt. I think Donna Vekic has been an exciting prospect for like the last five years. She's only, I mean, she's still only 23. Exactly. She's been around since she was like 17. You know, she burst onto the scene really quite young. Uh, but we also had uh, nominations for Andrea Petkovic. She came up a few times. Uh, someone simply just put, because hashtag Petko, which I think sums it up. She's really cool on social media. She's, you know, always a bit of a laugh. Hasn't she got the... She's got a Petco dance, hasn't she, when she does on court when she wins <laughs> when she wins the match. And uh yeah, she has she has got some good banter on Twitter. Certainly one of the more hilarious Twitter accounts from WTA players to follow. I think what I think I cracked I think I loved her a little bit when I think last season she was joking about like she I think she had a cold and she was saying she got it from Alex Verev trying to make out that they were like in a relationship or something but oh, I, which I thought was which I thought was hilarious but yeah. Um but we also we also had um in terms of a bit of a, an eccentric character we had Bethany Matic Sands again at Juana writer said her sock sock star vibes. That's quite a tongue twister, isn't it? Sock sock star. Sock sock star. Sock sock star. Yeah, well, she does wear her nice long socks and she does have pretty cool fashion sense. I I, I like Bethany Madison. She's she's cool. For want of a better word, she's cool. Well apparently, according to Wikipedia, the press have dubbed her the Lady Gaga of the tennis world, which I had no no idea about. But I, I guess I yeah I could guess I can see that she does love to wear like you know I mean she's not going to wear like a meat dress on court but she does wear kind that would of be some, weird. <laughs> you know some quite out there she yeah. does wear some quite out there clothing doesn't yeah, she yeah for sure and she's had some quite out there hair I think in the past so yeah I think I can definitely see the Lady Gaga 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 I've got all tongue tied now <laughs> I can definitely see the comparison between them two um but yeah I do like a bit of Bethany and I really loved Bethany Matic Sands and Lucy Safarova playing doubles together team Boosie like they were such a cool team and sadly that's that's no more um we yeah, Sarah Anderson mentioned Matic Sands uh, she said she's quite inspiring and you know met her and was they were, you know very lovely a lovely person to meet, uh, as well as Heather Watson. So Heather Watson is Sarah Anderson's favourite Brit. And just talking of British players, we also had a shout out for Joe Conter as well um, from Stuart Gibbs. So yeah, I mean, 
obviously as a British fan, I'm I'm going to support Heather Watson and Joe Conta, and uh, especially Joe Conta. Like I, I really like her. I think you know she gets a lot of criticism, doesn't she, for for things, and I think that's a bit unfair. And I don't know. I, I just I you know I really want her to do well. Um, not just because I'm British, but you know I I, I really think she she's got a good a good mindset. Yes. Now, Kim, let's go on to some more of the more of the obscure names. At Dane Hodder, my guilty pleasure is, was, and always will be, Setsana Peronkova matches. I love that. Well, I, I love that and then another word, but we won't say that because I don't think we want to be uh, rude on this podcast. Yeah, Svetlana Peronkova. I love Dane Hodder. This was my favourite response out of all of them, right? Um I mean, I just think if anyone's guilty pleasure is Svetlana Peronkva, they are... That is digging that deep. Is, yeah, that is digging I've, deep. Who is, Although, Pronk- who is Peronkva? She reached semi-finals of Wimbledon in like 2000 and something. She got to the semi-finals, I'm sure. And they were like, oh, she's the first Bulgarian to get this far. But she's had a baby now. I think she's basically retired. She she got married and had a baby. Yeah, but she, she was cool. Um she was really nice, really nice. And, uh, well, yeah, I think I, when she was actively playing, I think she was one of the ones that I sort of kind of half followed as well. So I do like that suggestion. Um, we also had, uh, used to be a runner. Uh, he nominated Shelby Rogers, who, uh, and that was because ever since she came to the Nottingham Open and gave her time to do a question and answer with a group of of kids, including his son, um, who, who was competing in a mini tournament there at the time. Um, and also she's made a positive comeback from surgery recently too. So uh, shout out for Shelby Rogers. It's nice, isn't it? When you go to a tennis event and you, you know, you get to sort of see another side to a player or you meet them and they're really nice and you think, Oh, you know, it just, it's, it's a nice, it gives something back and you, you know, I think it, there's a lot to be said for just being nice to people and then gaining fans that way as well. Yeah, definitely. It's, there's always a, kind of those nice like moments you can take home. It's like, yes, it, you're there to kind of watch tennis, but if you can leave someone with an experience and a memory that is long lasting, yeah, you can certainly make fans that way. And, you know, I think Shelby Rogers is one of those characters there yeah, that is out there and is willing, you know, ready to engage and kind of inspire other, you know, other people around her. On an off note, is there a tennis player that you've met that's been like super duper nice and, and like changed your opinion of them? Or is there anyone you would like put in that super nice category? I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking back to Wimbledon and it wasn't so much that it's like, I didn't know she was like super nice, but the way that Simona Halep conducted her interview after becoming champion was, I feel like perfect because you know, she was able to conduct herself in like a way that was just like really kind of open and hilarious and engaging. And instantly she made loads of new fans around the world because, you know, yes, she had, yes, we know her as a great tennis player, but, you know, she's a great character as well. And I really felt like that was the first time we like almost like properly saw that. Yeah, it was quite humorous as well, wasn't it? It was, it was a good mixture of uh yeah Simona Halep seems a super nice player I mean there's a lot of players that are super nice I think the the nicest player are from from me that I would say is probably Marin Cilic like whenever I've uh you know seen him or met him he's been just 
just so gracious like honestly he's he's always going to be like the nicest tennis player for me uh, but let's go back to business um two other kind of out there players carol vaughan has nominated ons jabour because uh she said because i met her and she's really nice great player also so i wonder if she met her at eastbourne this year because she had a good run to the semis didn't she ons jabour and she's um she is she tunisian as well or is she yeah she's tunisian so possibly friends with your your fave malik jaziri they need to play mixed doubles together at the us open we also had at the swing volley nominating margarita gasparian such a dynamic playing style was thrilled for her when she won a title returning from injury now, I'm not going to lie, Joel. I don't know an awful lot about Margarita Gasparian. What nationality is Gasparian? I... Is she Georgian? Or uh, uh, ooh, some, something... She's Russian. Russian. Oh, okay. But she's the one that retired against Svitolina at Wimbledon this year, I think. And she was like on the verge of beating her. And she retired with like cramps or something. I think it was her. But I've not personally, I've not really seen her play. But maybe I'll have to check her out now. Okay, apparently, according to Wikipedia, one of the very few women to use a one-handed backhand, hers is perhaps second in quality only to Carla Suarez Navarro Yay! amongst current players. Well, you better add her to your <laughs> list then if you like CSN. Yeah. And go through all the one-handed backhands. Um, just rounding up this bit, though, for the WTA players, we had, again, um, at GS underscore tennis prob, who gave a whole host of players. I'm just going to read them out because... They kind of warrant a, a mention. So we had Sabalenka, Garcia, Gurgis, Andreescu, Sakari, Kazakina, Putintseva, Puig, Georgi, Gasparian, another one, Davis, Golubic, Parmentier, Petkovic, Watson, Rus, Kalinina, Pake, Marino, and Kostuk. Um, but they said Petkovic and Sakari as the uh, their sort of top two because they make tennis fun, human, and relatable. So a load of players there. And Joel, this one I'm still baffled by. Christian Berg has nominated someone on Twitter who goes under the name of at Marina's Tennis. Uh, and I went on Marina's Tennis Twitter profile and I, I still don't really know what her name is or what player she actually is because it says on her profile that she um, quit her engineering job to play tennis in 2017 and her goal is to make a living competing. So I'm not really sure who 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 she is. I mean, I feel like I feel like really ignorant for not knowing this. But if anyone can shed some light, I would be much um, appreciative of that. So thanks to all of our passing shot listeners who have nominated their favorite ATP and WTA players. Um, that they love to follow and giving us their reasons why we've really enjoyed kind of making this episode and we're going to probably do some more kind of crowdsourced episodes in the future so if you want to be involved in that make sure you follow us on twitter at passing shot pod as any sort of discussion points we'll be we'll be putting out on there uh, to let everyone know Um, but for now um, thanks for listening and goodbye 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.